Pierce Halfham. I just got to say, you got to try it. You got to try clapping off. Yeah, if you're out at the mall, if you're out at the mall, the Galleria, walking around, you know, checking out what kind of cool Zoom, what Zoomies has in shop and whatnot. Yeah. And you just go and you clap off in the corner of Zoomies. <laughs> I was doing, I was clapping off in Zoomies the other day. <laughs> and, uh, some, some employee, some, some guy named Devin came up and said, hey, sir, you can't do that here. And I said, well, then why do you have this in the corner here? What is it for if not to clap off? Why did you build this is what I said to Devin. I said, Devin, this is like a phone booth for clapping off that they have in other places. So he said it was a changing this? room or some something stupid. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm having a hard time. No, I can't clap off in here. Do you all not know that people like to clap on and clap off? And I'm just looking around. I'm thinking, this is nuts. This is nuts that I can't clap off in here. And then I went over to the buckle. The buckle, or no, I went over to Anchor Blue first because I wanted to get a cool crop top. <laughs> then when I was over there, I tried to clap <laughs> off. Oh. They didn't like that either. They said, sir, you can't do that in here. You can't crop off. I said, I'm just trying to take a crop. They're like, that's way too inappropriate now. We were fine with you clapping off in Anchor Blue, but you can't. You can't take a crop. <laughs> you can't crop off. No, sir. No, sir. Then they whipped me in the back with one of those silver belt buckles. That was rude. Yeah, but it kind of felt good. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I kind of liked it. I got one for the bedroom at home now. Yeah, so I got this this couple tank tops. <laughs> couple tank tops I got at Zoomies and Anchor Blue. And that fashioned like a, a hammock type situation, like a swinging bird cage kind of thing. <laughs> For me, while I'm watching Lorraine, uh, you know, just cuck me into oblivion. What we do now is we don't even have anybody come over because that's too tame. I'm just bored of that. So now what I do yeah. is I just watch her watch the People's Court on YouTube. And I just watch her watch. And I'm just swinging. That's what I'm gets just me there. It gets me there now. A nice slow swing on a, a cage hammock thing made out of Zoomies tank tops is what gets me there. Yeah. Well, I wonder what kind of car Judge Wapner drives. <laughs> Clint, you got to stop calling me this time of night. I can't take it anymore. Your Honor, I, I'm just wondering, you as an elected official, uh, I'm, I'm wondering what kind of car does typically uh, Justice of the Peace typically drive? I mean, I, I told you last week, I drive a Buick. You ask me this every time, and I, I got to tell you, Clint, you can't keep calling me Your Honor. I don't have those privileges. Your Honor, what I... The only thing I want to say, okay, and now I'm not a medical doctor, but what if, okay, what if people had fuses like a car? Like in their arms? Yeah, like you or... could change them in and out, they'd wear out, you'd put them back in, just like a car. I mean, I suppose, Wouldn't but Wouldn't that simplify you... things? When you have to go to the doctor, they just swap out a fuse? I'm just a, I'm just the mail, your mail delivery man, and I don't, I don't know... I think it would be more work if I if I'm walking down the street delivering mail, my leg starts cramping up and stops functioning. Leave on. I don't have a. Can I call you? No. I know we've never been on a first name basis until now, Your Honor, but I think that maybe you should come over, and uh, we could talk about this a little bit more over a, a, a cool, a nice cool sprite. I, Why don't you come on inside? I haven't. You even can finish started. your route later. No, it's you're the second house. I already went to you know the Andrews <laughs> right there, but. 
The Kakettes are the second house. No, I know. I, don't I, don't tell me about that. I know where fucking Dave lives. Okay. Ah! I know where he fucking lives. Yeah, Dave Andrews lives there. You I see know. that Bucks gym? I go there. I go there. You I go to you the Bucks too. gym. We have this conversation every Monday. Don't you Monday. know that I've got my own gym, Kakettes gym? It's in the back of my credenza shop. I do, but that's not on my route, so I never go over there because I don't even know what a credenza is, to be perfectly honest. Shoot. See. <laughs> that's how you end the Clint scene is shoot. <laughs> Every single one. That's fun. Uh, that was a rare. That was a rare Clint scene where there were two characters. Very <laughs> rare. Very rare. And now we have a male delivery guy that works in Happy Wax. So leave on. Leave on. <laughs> okay. So uh, what are we doing? Here? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're the going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, everyone. Uh, first, before we even begin. All right. Before we even begin this episode, I have a correction. Yeah. yeah, and you know, corrections are usually. Something reserved for them, a marvelous idea, which is coming soon. Yeah. But this correction involves this show because last week, Mike and I did a, 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 an unforgivable thing. But we hope that you do forgive us because we forgot to do the intro of the show. To tell you our names, to to harmonize and, and, and touch pitch, uh, we forgot. So um, with that said, we're going to have to fill that bucket back up with what we lost last week. Yeah. So... Two times, basically. So my name is Bo. My name is and Mike. I apolo- and we apologize. We're sorry. <laughs> and and you're listening to... It was what wrestling could be. Now, Mike, you can begin the next intro. And now for this show, I want everyone to know. But I kind of, I kind of, I kind of blew my ass out on that, on that intro that we just did. Well, we can't. So we now, have to keep it. Let's buckets. just gently, gently touch pitch. Okay. On this one. I'm Mike. I am Bo. And you're listening to Tope That's what wrestling can be. We did it. Good. Ooh. Yeah. So here we are. Episode 167. Uh, uh, we're giving you all a fight bite. A fight bite, a Monday night fight bite. We know you like those. Do you remember what we did on fight bite last time? What day was it? Yeah, I feel like it was an episode where um, it was it was Christmas, wasn't it? It was Christmas no. on Monday Night Raw, or no? Oh, it was the Rabble. Yeah, it was the Rabble, the Rabble. for January first. It was New yeah. Year's Day. Oh, man, New Year's Rabble Day was fucking sick. That that blue ass, that <laughs> Rabble. It just blew ass, and not in the way that we do on the bench press. Right, it's in a bad way. It just blew ass. Uh, but so we're on January eighth, a week later. A Thank week God later from the Rabble. Let me just do. I'm going to do a quick check here and see if the Rabble made a return in 1996. No. It did not. No, it lived a short, you know, a short life. Yeah. And uh, we'll remember it. And I feel like it did it. It's, it's way. way. Bravo. And who knew that the Raw Bowl and it, its intellectual property 35 <laughs> years later, of course, would be sold to the Saudi government. <laughs> so, okay, that's my next thing. Because we got, I hear a train a coming. Right around the bend. <laughs> <laughs> and that train brings a whole 
thing of huge news for you, Mike. So it's fun because when we were joking about the Saudi stuff last week, yeah. two days late, no, the next night, Wednesday <laughs> night, this rumor came out that the Saudis were interested. Wait, did you say the rumor? The Saudis... <gasps> That the uh, the Saudi uh, uh, community government or community fund is the name of the entity. It's the Saudi government's money to buy that they invest in stuff, which They're, they invest in. They invest in everything we use. The name of so. like their treasury is the Saudi Community Fund. That can't Something be right. Like that. that can't be right. <laughs> That's not right. That's not right. Like, it's like something that just doesn't exist. Yeah, no. I forget what it's called, but. Uh, it came out that they had maybe already struck a deal with with Vince on purchasing, not just investing in, right. but outright owning of the WWE, all the back catalog, meaning WCW, ECW, all that early stuff that that, yeah. that uh, Cornette sold to them, like the Smoky Mountain. So stuff you got Smoky Mountain too. Wrestling. Yeah, you've got all the old mid south stuff. You you've yeah. got um any uh the the four episodes of the World Bodybuilding Federation. Yeah, you've got all the Ico Pro commercials. There's you got the Raw Bowl. There's you got the Raw. You got the Raw Bowl. Bowl. You got the 1st. um phony um the the spoof sketches about billionaire Ted. You've got all that stuff. Got the gobbly gooker. Gobbly gooker. Mm-hmm. New, old, and when they tried to bring it back in like 2014 or something. Right. Nobody, <laughs> nobody got it. You have Legends House. Yeah, you've got that. You've got that. You, I mean, you're getting so much in this deal. Pat Patterson's coming out party, Legends House, where he came out to all his buddies that he was gay, even though they already knew. They, they made it even though he, like, everyone <laughs> knew Pat Patterson was gay for 50 years. 50 years. <laughs> And they're all on the show just like, oh, really? Oh, you're telling us now? Fuck off. Y'all knew He had Roddy like Piper. a husband. I think Roddy Piper was the only one on the show that didn't that didn't kayfabe the whole thing. It was like, yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was a pretty good micro impression. Of yeah, I forgot <laughs> Piper. forgot Piper was on there. Um, so, uh, okay. So, the, all that Saudi talk. And then that rumor proved false, but they still are an interested party, but not as high as some others might be. So we said Vince muscles way back in. Not four days after that, Mike, Stephanie McMahon, Stephanie McMahon goes, I'm out. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. She fucking peace. Not just stepped down. She peaced. She's gone from the company. Yeah. Completely. And now uh, 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 Nick Khan is the full... CEO, because there is no co-CEO anymore. Yeah. So there's Vince. Nick. There's NK. <laughs> That's what we're calling it. Yeah. NK. And then there's H. And then there's H, who's probably like, well, I don't know. It's, <laughs> no, is, he uh... knows. What else is he going to do? What else is he going to do? What if Vince, like, sell, who, who, to whom, to whatever he sells it to, because it's happening, if at one of the contingencies is that they have to place him back in creation. <laughs> Creative until he's no longer wants to do creative, no longer wants to run the show. Probably, and yeah, and they just for he forces uh, Paul out. Go hang out with your yeah. wife, my daughter. Yeah, it's it's such God. That's the huge news. <laughs> so that's all it is. That's great. Stephanie's gone. It's wild. Well, Weird time. Also, I mean, a little little uh, huge news caboose here. I saw that among the interested parties in buying WWE 
was uh, Tony Khan mm-hmm. uh, using some of Shad Khan, his father's money, to maybe troll yeah. the WWE super, super hard and put it in an offer <laughs> to buy troll. them. The biggest troll, troll job. I mean, not since Elon Musk got duped into buying Twitter for $44 billion have we seen a bigger troll. <laughs> and But this is a positive troll because it would be on Vince. But see, Vince, would, he, would, he wouldn't. Dude, he would not. No, sell, no, he think. would never no. sell to his competition. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Wouldn't it be cool though? But do we live in a world? So we're not a wrestling news show, everyone. The huge news caboose, it's leaving, and then the news will be gone for the episode. But I want to ask you, Mike, do you think we live in a world where Tony Khan approaches Stephanie McMahon to come work for him? as some really high caliber behind the scenes. Cause that she was great at that stuff off camera, you know, with charities and, and just giving back and helping communities. Do we live in a world where that could happen? And would Stephanie do it? Okay. We definitely live in a world where that could happen in terms of the offer being made for sure. Right. For sure. Why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you reach out and go like, Hey, do you want to come hang out over here? Uh, I would, I certainly would. We got a McMahon, you know, how many more can we get? That you know that kind of thing, uh, but no, I don't. I don't see Stephanie doing that. Yeah. Like going against it's like it, it's like a Corleone family thing. I don't. I don't think you're gonna see yeah. somebody go against the family here. Shane McMahon made uh, for his Royal Rumble appearance last year eight hundred and twenty six thousand dollars. <laughs> he wasn't even supposed to be in the match. He booked himself. <laughs> they had to pay him. For the match. $826,000? He's in like maybe 10 minutes. Good for you, Shane. Good for you. I feel like that is going against the family. That is like, well. Well, Shane was the one that left. He just didn't go to a rival wrestling organization. Yeah. But wouldn't that be cool? I don't know. I just like the drama, you know, because competition breeds better product. You just like to watch. Just like to watch. Yeah. (laughs) Pervert. That's what I like to do. Real pervert stuff. Well, the train's gone. Bye. Hi, train. It was nice. We'll just wave to them all like Jack on the Titanic. Jack and Fabricio. Uh, Kids on the track, but I don't have the energy to yell. No, me either. That Uh, kid's going. Get off the tracks. He's off. Good. Okay, good. God. Great. Like a squirrel that you barely... That's like gets in front of your car and then back and forth, but it the gets away. Have a death wish, man. They're really, uh, they're 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 begging you to to accidentally hit them with your mm-hmm. car. So you gotta be you gotta be vigilant. And they twitch their tail like they're yelling at you, like, like you hey, did something the one the wrong right now. It's like I've been sitting here at a stop for fifteen minutes, and you have yet to cross the road, my friend. You keep pump faking. You keep pump faking, twitching your tail, and screaming at nothing. You said you think they're actually when they run across the road, they're like, ah! <laughs> well, and then the moment you start driving again, they dart across the road. <laughs> idiots. Fucking idiots. Uh, squirrels. Anyway, I got a question for you. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? I'm so glad you asked me this question via music. Let me take a swig of this CZ. Got some, cr- looks like some grape juice there. 
this Coke Zero and 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 it's ice in it, and I shouldn't have done that. It was warm, so I wanted to cool it, and now it's melting, and now it's this is it's basically watered down. Like, I mean, we've had this exact conversation on the pod. I know. Probably I'm just, I'm just telling you, it's times. actually happening now in live record, is what I'm saying, and so that's why I hate living life with ice. You know, listen, my favorite wrestler's War Horse. Okay. Oh, really? And it's not any match I've seen. I haven't watched a War Horse match in a year. Right. Okay, I see the clips, but that's not watching a match in earnest. But I do see him for like months now. He's desperately reaching out to Slim Jim saying, please let me be your new macho man. Right. I have it. I have it. Yeah. And he's like, get that 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 jerky head dude out of here. The mascot with like as the jerky outfit, which I don't think has been an active mascot for 15 years. Yeah. He's like, get that guy out of here. And so now he's wearing red and yellow. Cool. Overalls. He's wearing red and yellow overalls. I think it's over. Yeah. And he's got, he, he looks like Hogan and Macho. He looks like, you know, the, 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 the Master Powers or whatever their name was. What were their name? <laughs> it wasn't the Master Powers. No, that was something else. That was, uh, I believe I read that term in a people's history of the United States. <laughs> what were they called again? The Mega Powers. Mega Powers. <laughs> So, but yeah, he's doing that and he's, he's like giving, doing little commercials. Like he's trying to, he's trying, he's like Slim Jim, please. And there's a whole like a uh, uh, grassroots movement of indie wrestling fans that are like, please Slim Jim. And Slim Jim has not said a word. Cowards. God, if I worked for Slim Jim, I would reach out immediately. Well, he obviously, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Like is there, it, there is no better type of spokesperson to peddle your meat poison than a pro wrestler. Yeah, because Slim Jim is the perfect wrestler post-match treat. Especially the small guys. You know those small ones? You just need a pop of vintage, a little bit of protein that's not real, really real protein, but it's still it's that's got it in there. And some salt. It's really salty. Beefy, it's going. spicy. It's your heart pumping <laughs> with all the salt. <laughs> it doesn't make that noise when you bite into it, though. We've talked about this on the pod, too, but it was like three years ago. The regular, the normal original size is the only one that pops. The big ones, they're too thick. They're too dense with squishy insides, the big ones. Yeah. And the the small ones, why don't the small ones pop? Well, you to be clear, I, when I bit into a Slim Jim, I was under the impression that it would make a sound like a bullwhip. Yeah. And it didn't. Well, you know, Macho Man sometimes lied to kids, but that's fine because we love him. Yeah. But the the medium ones have a snap. The normal ones, not the medium but ones. But they don't the snap. Ones. They don't crack like a bullwhip, though. At least they don't poo-poo in your mouth. Like well, the big no, ones. they don't. Yeah, they don't, don't poo poo in your mouth. That's good. At least we should write Slim Jim a That's letter about this. That's something we, Lorraine and I, do not like that. So don't even talk about that. Oh Lord. no, no! How did we get here? All right, Warhorse. That, that's a good pick. He's a good. He's a good dude. Yeah, I, he was in a match with. Uh, it was him. And his tag partner versus uh, Effie and Alley Catch on a GIF I saw today. And I oh, said, hey, okay. War Horse. But he was in the yellow and red. It was so bright and cool looking. He did, rules. Did he rule ass in the match? Yeah, of course. He did. Good. Um, Mike, who is your favorite wrestler? Okay, so this week I'm not uh, all the way caught up on wrestling, so I've been a bad wrestling fan. Right. But I did get sort of the highlights of what happened. And so I don't know... Whether my favorite wrestler is alive or dead, but okay. <laughs> it didn't appear, you know, uh, uh, it's, it, I, I don't know what happened, but it, just in case it was some type of a killing situation, mm-hmm. my favorite wrestler this week 
is Anna J. Uh, you mean Anna J. A. Anna J. S. Yes. Yeah. Um, because I, I saw the power bomb that she took <laughs> off the stage from Willow. Uh, where got that table? Wherein Willow landed directly on, on the table. Perfect. And, perfect landing. And if it had been, uh, I don't know what, uh, an air raid crash or something, maybe, but. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, it was a sit-down powerbomb, and so Anna Jay was two or three feet in front of the table, which meant she got powerbombed from about eight, nine feet in the air onto concrete. Carpeted There's concrete. There's a rug. There's a rug. There's a rug. There's a rug, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I don't know if you know whether Anna Jay is alive or dead, but um, I just thought I would sh- send her a little bit of a love and I hope that you are okay. Yeah. Uh, because that was one of the gnarliest things I've ever seen. Yeah. It, it, it's hard. Cause that spot, it's a very long body spot, right? Yeah. Cause Anna J is very long. Like she's got a lot of torso sticking out all the way up to her arms. And so like, and then Willow's got uh, a huge booty and legs. Let's be honest. And so yeah. there's a lot of real estate there. The tables are that ta- one table is not big enough for that work to work. I think with any wrestler, honestly. I think somebody messed up safely setting things up because I agree. There should have been two tables there. They should have been closer to the stage. Yeah. Um Willow had to jump quite a ways to like even make it to the table, and I think that she was worried that <laughs> she wasn't gonna get there, you know? Yeah. Which yeah. could have well, that arguably makes... been worse, you know. Yeah. I, I'm glad that uh, everyone's okay. Anna Jay's fine. Um, that was recorded on Wednesday at Dynamite. So thank God. Uh, but she stayed quiet. She was not talking for days because she, she probably knew the match was going to be cool as hell because it was a really good match. Yeah. Um, but no, she, I, I was on Instagram yesterday and she was getting her hair done at a salon. So like, she's fine. Okay, cool. She's, also, you know, big ups to Ruby Soho for using the Ooh. Blade Runner as her new finish and not uh, that the silly kick anymore. Yeah. Uh, that match was really good. Yeah. I, we, I talked to you about it on Marco. I started with it. I was like, ah, okay. But then it, yeah. something happened and a, a switch got flipped, but good pick. Good pick. That means, um, it's everyone's like, it's like their favorite part. Yeah. Of every episode. Mike, I have one shit house for you. Do you now? Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting because I have one for you. Hmm. Interesting. Well, here's mine on Slack. Okay. Um, it doesn't need audio, really. There's people cheering because you're about to witness a cool stunt. That's all I'm gonna tell you. So this is a real cool, a real cool, a real cool stunt. Okay. This is from R. Wiley, 1994. It says, "Going as big as I can on BMX." By the way, if you want to check these out with us, and of course we hope that you do, you'll find them posted on Twitter along with some other interesting content. That's at Tope Suicida Pod. That's also the Instagram handle for the program. We hope that you visit us. Okay, here we go. This is uh, R. Wiley going as big as he can on BMX. Here we go. I'm looking at the thumbnail. It is indeed who I presume to be R. Wiley. And he is on a BMX bike. <laughs> Here we go. Hashtag trick. Here we go. Hashtag BMX. Hashtag trick. K.R. Wiley hits the ramp. It's a front flip. Oh, 
shit! Yes! Whips it around. Oh, it was perfect. You have BMX'd perfectly. Isn't that the coolest BMX move you've ever seen? It's a front flip, and then he whiplashes the bike around over his shoulders. So he does the flip, and then he slings the bike over the top so it does a flip too. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Now, we don't know a lot about science here, but I what I think I do know is that him going slower and then whipping the bike to go faster than his momentum yeah. already is truly impressive. Like, because he took the speed he was flipping and then added to it to get that bike around. So, fuck. That's crazy. And also, never mind the fact that, like, he... The physics of doing a front flip when basically yeah. everything is going up a ramp, going up a ramp, me wants you to go b- do a backflip, right? Mm-hmm. So he is reversing. He has mastered physics, and he deserves some type of honorary PhD from uh, MIT. Is what I think. One rafting trip we did when I was once younger. Yeah, we we fashioned a, a pirate flag in the middle of the raft. And we rafted with the flag not safe at all. Someone could get impaled. We didn't. We did flip the boat that year, but I didn't drown, so we're good. That's good. I, w- I was trapped under the boat for uh, quite a while. Oh, God. Uh, I found the pocket of the air where the leg hole. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, my ass really hurt. Lots of rocks. <laughs> it sucked. Ah! Uh, but anyway, so we had the flag. We recovered the flag, and as we were driving back to the campsite, we had the flag pitched in the back of the truck. And we were driving... Against, uh, you know, going one way, but the flag, Mike, was flowing the opposite direction as if going forward with the truck. Oh. And we called it the opposite of science. So I think it's the, that's what this guy just did. He did the opposite of science. I agree. This was the opposite. And that's undefinable. This was the opposite of science. I think it absolutely. If you were, you know, I, we, no one is going to use a dictionary anymore, but if we were to have some type of online dictionary that had pictures and videos that you could Mm -hmm. check out uh and you flipped to the you know virtual page next to opposite of science it Mm -hmm. would be this this bmx trick it would be three things it would be the pirate flag (laughs) it would be the bmx trick and it would be a gif of anna (laughs) j getting her shit rock Uh, on that power bomb (laughs) uh, um did you ever, or when we were younger, mm. uh, during because we were we were teenagers during like the X Games craze? Yeah, right? dude. Were you ever into the BMX shit? No, like video BMX video games, any of that stuff? No, no? I had. Why not? I, I had amped the snowboarding game on Xbox. Yeah, um, and it was fun. But that that was the closest that I really got to be in. And you know, I played the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games, the right. first one and the third one mostly. The third one's the best. Or four is really good. The third one might be my favorite. Though. Yeah. So that, that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, you didn't but, play Dave Mira's B- Pro BMX? Yeah, I played that, but only as like a rental, you know? Yeah, because you're like, what is what is this? I love Tony Hawk. What is this? And it's, it was just Tony Hawk with a bicycle. the exact yeah. same game. Johnny Mosley's Extreme Butter Roll Bonanza or whatever his game was. I think I think Down With The Sickness was this, the... <laughs> song for the mute the the like and, uh kelly slater or what what the redhead surfboard he had his game 
Right. Yeah, the pro surfing game. Yeah. So it was all. But no, I, I I would watch X Games and stuff every once in a while. But it was never really my thing. I was more of a straight laced kind of dweeb dweeb head when it came to sports. Like I wanted my sports to be sports. You know. Right. Not like tricks. Unless it was like a slam dunk. You just don't like to be tricked in general. Yeah, I'm not so. a big trick fan. <laughs> to be tricked, to to witness tricks. The only trick, hate- the only trick I'm a fan of is cheap trick. Yeah, they're pretty good. And trick or treat. And what's good about cheap trick is they don't. It's just not a lot of money, so it's not a big investment right. for that trick. Yeah. So thrifty. Give me your shit house. Oh yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, do we, did you say? Did you say? It's oh, it's super shit house. Shit house. You're, I did I not, so. but it is. Okay. It's extremely shit house. Okay. Here we go. It's a good thing I asked because next week we'd have to do a correction. Another correction. Yeah. It would just it would just be the worst. All right. I'm gonna send this to you on Slack. <laughs> I know about this. <laughs> hey, Bo, what did I what did I send you? Mike's got an image for me here. Let me let me let me move it over to the better monitor so I can really get a check out the colors on this one here. Okay, so Mike has presented me with I think there's like uh I think they're all counted here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's like there's like twelve to fifteen counties in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh on the east side of Oregon, that they don't they don't vote the way Portland does, which is to say, they're very right wing uh, and also fringe, lots of fringe political people out there, mm. out there in that side of Oregon, right? It's not the dense population area of Oregon. They're like, hey, Idaho, we like your politics. We dig how Idaho's doing its thing. Yeah, we would really love to be part of Idaho. Yeah, in the greater Idaho expansion. Uh, thing they submitted yeah all these counties are like take us daddy take us daddy idaho yeah what am i like i'm like fucking go (laughs) you know fucking get out of here the population of those counties is so small it's (laughs) so small is there a way we could build like a land bridge that we could just drive over where there was like cool stuff in the sky that we could look at instead of Eastern Oregon <laughs> when we needed to get to Montana or, you know, like uh, uh, Wyoming or or yeah. what, you know, Las Vegas? It's just if this were to happen, because I mean, all the votes, all these counties, they'll all agree. Yes. But it's not going to go any further than that. Yeah. <laughs> but if it did. How small would Oregon be? Well, it's adorable, to be perfectly honest. Here's the thing. Yeah. As a member of Southern Oregon, right, at growing up yes. a Southern Oregon native, all I ever heard growing up was State of Jefferson, State of Jefferson, State of Jefferson, State of Jefferson, which is the proposed... I hate, I hate you repeating that. It's like Beetlejuice. It is Jefferson's going to fucking show it up. It is the proposed <laughs> secession of Southern Oregon and Northern California... To make a new conservative state. So yeah, this is this picture doesn't even have the California proposition, the, the Northern California right. people on there either. So because they're now added to it. If both happened, Oregon would basically be Portland and Eugene. <laughs> that yeah. would be Oregon. But you know what? It's more population than the rest of this new <laughs> Idaho. So so it doesn't I don't know what I don't know what it would do. <laughs> you know, my question is not what are the what are the political ramifications? My question yeah. is not what uh, what do you think of this in terms of yeah. what it'll do for Oregon or Idaho or whatever? Uh, my question is not even how 
does poor state of Jefferson, the OG of Oregon <laughs> secession movements, feel about Greater Idaho? My question to you is, when you look at the image of Greater Idaho that I fucking sent you, yeah. is it shithouse? I mean, yeah, it kind of looks, like <laughs> looks like a tiny dick, right? With, like, these huge yeah. balls. Yeah. He, this guy needs to see the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> His balls have swollen to the point that he thinks greater Idaho is a wonderful idea. Let me tell you about growing up in Texas. Tell me. And hearing rumblings of, we should secede from the U.S. You know? Oh, you'd be like your own happening. sovereign nation state of Texas. Like, because they, we were once, Right. It's one of the six flags over Texas. We talked about this on the show, I think. Sure, right? yeah. This was between presumably being Mexico and then yeah, being when the they United were just States. Texas. When they yeah. were just Texas, yeah. Um, that's what the 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 insane fringe people want to do as well in Texas. Is they're like, we want to control all the oil. Now the U.S. will will have all the oil because Texas is, you know, I think the. Most, yeah, probably the most oil in the U.S. is in Texas, yeah. I would assume. Yeah, but Gulf. also, like, you guys realize that, like, a lot of oil comes from overseas, right? Like, a lot. It'll never happen. I, you know, if it does, I'm not going to live in Texas ever again, but, and I'm not going to go live in Harney County or Union or Mulhur sounds like manure. Mulhur. What's very funny is you can like pick a bad, you can pick a stupid word and then, mm -hmm. or, or a word that doesn't sound very good. And it's probably a town in Eastern Oregon, like boring, boring. Uh, uh, there's, you know, there's, there's no trucks through Doofer. That's a sign that you see on the way. There's no, no trucks through Doofer. They make it adamant. You cannot drive trucks through Doofer. <laughs> they don't say what kind of trucks. I know their intent is uh, semis, yeah. but they don't say. So if they see even a pickup, they're going to slash your tires because there's no, there's no trucks through Doofer. <laughs> okay, well, I'll remember, I'll remember that next time I have the urge to drive out into the desert and maybe die. That sign usually has bullet holes in it, too. So, <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so the truck owners are pissed at Doofer. Great. Yeah, Eastern Oregon is just that scene in Superbad where McLovin gets to shoot at the flaming cop car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so these I'm assuming on this photo here, these white, these white counties that are within the border have voted no. There's three of them. So my guess is that they haven't had it proposed yet. Okay. It's possible that they voted no, but I would I I have a feeling it is more like it hasn't been brought up in front of their local legislature yet. Fun, fun, fun stuff. So anyway, Greater the, Idaho, your shit house. Shit house. The image is definitely. Shit house. So we just want to make it real clear, though. Uh, the image of Greater Idaho is shit house. The Ku Klux Klan is not shit house. No, we don't like uh, those people. That's our hard stance in the KKK. We don't like those people. This might be a little bit out there, <laughs> but I'm going to say I'm anti Klan. I'm going to say I'm anti Klan. From the people that make up the Klan, we don't like those people there's just something a little off about off. those folks 
Oh, okay. So, um, uh, fight bites. I talked about it. We were in the first, but now we're rolling on second week of it's the second week of January, 1996. January. Um, I'm trying to remember the thumbnails I saw. Uh, brother love. Yeah, the thumbnails. Brother love. Steve Austin and uh, Million Dollar Man. Right. We're gonna get the Ringmaster debut. But the match, uh, Bulldog is wrestling Brett, is the main event. I think so this might be okay. And then I think Nitro, the main event, is Arn and Rick versus Macho and someone, Hogan probably. I think Hogan. Arn and Rick versus Hogan and Savage or something. And then I think I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, but yeah. But the thumbnail has um, Mr. William Regal. So we get a Regal match. Sick. Yeah, so that's exciting. So everyone go to, again, Peacock in the WWE section, January 8th. Nitro season two, second episode, and it's Raw season four. Uh, but you got to scroll to the bottom because it's actually <laughs> it's the second episode. But on Raw, the episodes are in uh, different reverse chronological or reverse. You know, it's different. They're both different. They're different. They're opposite of each other. They're, why they're opposite? We'll never know. It's the peacock. It doesn't have fingers. The peacock can't no. code in the it's right. all feathers. <laughs> just all feathers and entitlement. <laughs> just... <laughs> Just close your eyes, say a prayer, and hope it lands where you want it to. If you want to sync up, that noise you just heard was the peacock fluffing its its back feathers because it's pissed off at the computer because it can't <laughs> it can't type. So. <laughs> That's the sound that peacocks anyway. make, everyone. Yeah. yeah, go to the zoo, Oregon Zoo. It's walking around making that noise like a lunatic. We'll see you after the break. A dog shit raw followed by a pretty fun nitro. Yeah, I feel like what we got at the end of nitro was um, ba- basically the physical equivalent of a conversation about whether people were still friends. Yeah, yeah, and uh, lots of mixed messages too because we had we had the dungeon of doom or whatever temple of doom. They uh, <laughs> they're out there hitting the hitting the young guns of the horsemen, the yep. the, the new blood of the horsemen to yep. distract them so that the giant. Can get in there and fight Hogan and Macho choke slam them. Yeah, because they have a match on the pay per view or next week on Nitro or whatever. Yeah, but then Zodiac mm. jumped in and was like, "No, no, no, that's enough. No, don't, don't, don't choke slam them anymore. We've proved our point." Which lent, which you know, sort of begs the question: Is Zodiac still friends with Hulk Hogan? Is there a beefcake still in there? Right. Somewhere deep that down, can, there's a beefcake, maybe. That is friends with Hogan. Yeah. There's a, beef, there's a beefcake that you can fully see their legs on their whole t- their holes in their tights. You can fully see them. And they're friends with Hogan. They also wear red and yellow, I think, sometimes. Yeah, and sometimes also they're the booty man. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Good career. <laughs> <laughs> Legends House? Maybe. Beefcake? I don't think so. Okay. Well, maybe and there was no season two maybe he was on the docket for season two and they're like well we got to cancel this show i guess yeah so raw opened nice and hot we had hakushi versus jeff jarrett and then it all went downhill from there but i do recall you saying ah 
Hakushi, right? Is his name? Yeah. You're like, Hakushi, cool, cool match. All right. And then Jared came out. And you're like, cool, man. This might be a good Raw. And then you're right. <laughs> it just went. All I said was this was going to be a good match. And I was surprised that Raw was leading off with something the, <laughs> the caliber of Jeff Jarrett versus Hakushi. Okay. I thought you said something about it setting the tone. And here we go. Well, man, just... you know, it, it did bode well. It boded well. Okay. It but then we match. had the fucking Brother Love show. Yeah. So Brother Love shows up. You know, and he's like, hey, Suck. Million Dollar Man, I heard you got a new, you got a new thing going on. Yeah, and Brother, Dollar brother Man's Ted. Like, I've, I've chosen a new, uh, a new champion, a Million Dollar Champion. He brings out who? The Ringmaster. The Ringmaster cuts a masterful, masterful promo. The crowd good. does nothing. I loved the promo. He <laughs> said promo brother put, and man a lot in the promo. I put my hand on the screen when he told me to. Yeah, I love also the minute Brother Love got in Steve's face, the next word Steve said was, back up a bit, brother. Back up a bit, brother. <laughs> it's so funny. Because I feel like Brother Love, his breath is fine. It's cinnamon, right? It smells like cinnamon. But <laughs> Cinnamon bears. The, make- the makeup that is makes his face that pink yeah. just stinks. It just stinks. <laughs> but he can't smell it. He's accustomed to it. Yeah, no, that's how he smells. And then we were greeted with... If we didn't watch it on Missile Swole, right. the encore presentation of British Bulldog versus Bret Hart, which is an excellent match. We just we're not gonna lie to y'all. We, we skipped well, it. Well, we just watched, we watched it. it. We just watched we just watched it. it. There it was, was something else in between them. What I didn't it? know that we were gonna be it, I, I picked it for Missile Swole because it was like sort of pertinent to the fight bites era that we were watching. I didn't know that they were gonna give away the the best match. Why didn't they if they were gonna do that, why wouldn't they give it away last week or the week before instead of us having to sit through Highlights of Triple H versus fucking Henry Godwin in a pig slot match. (laughs) What else happened after Brother Love? What? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, 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 Wedgie Butt. Fuck, I forgot his name. Ahmed Johnson. Ahmed Johnson (laughs) versus Jeff Bretson. Jeff Brettler. Brett Brettler. Jeff Jeffler. We don't want, I don't want to toss too much shade on enhancement talent because you and i want to start training and we will be enhancement talent for a bit most likely well maybe you will but i mean you get it when we looked up the bio for brettler the bio read what was his first name jeff 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 brettler is a professional wrestler he's an american professional wrestler (laughs) just to specify but that was the bio so we don't know what happened to brettler did he have more matches on tv yeah not picture a doughy jeff hardy in genie pants his pants, I told Mike, they felt racially motivated and culturally insensitive. Somehow, I don't know how. Yeah, it was like but if somehow if, it was like if, if a, a cos it was like a silken Cosby sweater from the waist down, like held up by rope. Yeah, it was weird. And then these tiny little black shooter boots. <laughs> totally unclear what the message was with these tights. The only thing he was missing was like a dangly earring. I would have loved that. Yeah, or in a vest, a cool vest. Right, a cool vest. It has to be cool, though. <laughs> if it's a vest, it has to be cool. Cool, cool. Um, so, Brettler memories. Brettler memories. And then we watched the encore match. Undertaker had a promo about the Rumble. Oh, then they had the big Shawn Michaels, He, I'm going into the Rumble. And then, like, weird video packages of the wrestlers, like, oh, he's going to go in the Rumble? I'm going to beat him up. Yeah, yeah, it was Kev, and he was like, okay, you're my friend, and then it was Razor, and he's like, you're not ready, and then it was Owen, and he was like, check out my chin. Check out my chin acting. And And we did. Once again, we cannot 
overlook the best part of Raw by far, the Vader video montage. <laughs> Yeah. By far the best thing yeah, on right, that show. Right in the middle of the Rumble package, announcing people, they announced Vader, and then show the same package they ended last week's episode with. Fucking unreal, uh, dude. And it was was great. Uh, we had JR cutting off to, you know, typical Scheme Gene. Scheme Gene. Just being scheming. Oh, yes, there is a match I haven't talked about yet, and that's Gold Dust. Right. The only reason I mentioned this match is because of the end of the match. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote my note here. Yeah. Gold dust hanging brain on the top rope. Because yeah. he just he just rests his balls yeah, on that dude, top rope. Yeah, dude. He just had to show off the golden globes. <laughs> it was so good. Had to show off the golden globes after the so W. So good. So good. All right. Well, that's that's raw. That's raw. Maybe next week. Maybe, Maybe next week. You know, we'll, we'll hope for the best. And to be fair, if you watched raw, you got to watch that WWF yeah. championship match. And if you didn't order the pay-per-view, I'm sure that that was fucking rad. Yeah. And your buddy down the street that did order the pay-per-view but didn't invite you, fuck them, you know? Yeah. They got screwed. They lost 50 bucks yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you had to wait a Aaron month, Bischoff but they was- lost 40 bucks or whatever. You were with your family on the holidays anyway. You weren't even thinking about wrestling. Yeah, you know? we weren't thinking about wrestling. Vince hasn't been for two weeks now. He's putting shows together Vince. in the Raw Bowl. He's like, Brother Love, can you can you hold the show together for two weeks? I can! Brother I can, Vince! Brother Vince! <laughs> um, so let's move on to Nitro, the better show, because it was. Eric, Eric Bischoff, he knows. He knows what these pre-tapes are. He's obviously booking really well around it. But he also has, like, a weird love for the Civil War, we're finding out. Yeah, this is odd. That's two, well, rating that I had. Two out of two Civil War mentions. You know, down the street from where the arena was is where the Civil War, Civil War First started. shots were fired, Fort Sumner or whatever. What Halloween Havoc year did we watch last week or the week before? I think it was eight, 88. No. No? With Eric in 88? Eric was a backstage interviewer, though. He was in a he was in a, a, a like a Confederate general or a Confederate like you know officer gray coat. Yeah, I think that that was. I think they were recent around each other, weren't no, they? No, it was like yeah, I was like ninety three because it was Jesse and Tony dressed up as Jesse for Halloween. Right. So it was still ninety three though versus ninety six. So for three years. Now I'm wondering how much is Eric is he a is he a history buff or is he just is he obsessed with the Civil War and that's weird. Like is he gonna bring it up again? Well, what else? Well, you, you know, have... I mean, when you grew up in Minnesota, you got to occupy your mind with something, I guess. I suppose. Bunch of cake I'm eaters not... up there. <laughs> well, well, hard slap at the Minnesotans. Yeah, shit. taking shots at Minnesota. <laughs> totally y'all, suicida. Y'all fake. <laughs> y'all fake up there. Listen, uh, the the words of Mike don't accurately represent. How Bo maybe feels about any of Minnesota. you punks in the Twin Cities, any of you cake eater punks that think that you got what it takes to you step to to to, to Mike or Bo. Why don't you well, just, on, wait. you just come down here and watch how fast you get your butt whipped? All right, and if you don't like it, tough shit. Full disclaimer: I'm I'm not part Me of this. Me and Bo Minnesota. aren't no, scared of anybody, of and that includes all you pussies. Up in Minneapolis and St. Paul and hanging out on Lake Minnetonka and eating your Krispy Kremes and wishing that you were Canada, okay? We don't like you. We don't want you listening to the show. And we will kick your butts if you get in our face. Me and Bo. Yeah, so I'll be 
with Mike, but I'll be behind. Bo him will be it directly in front of got me, it. and he will be the first line of defense to defend this show and our honor. And if you happen to get through Bo, which by the way, you won't, but if you did, then guess what's waiting for you? A Chuck Norris black belt. Okay. Yeah. A heart, a heart punch, probably just right in the chest. Yep. But so anyway, um, Nitro, we started off hot. Uh, Benoit versus, versus Alex uh, uh, Wright, and excellent match. Best match of the night, I thought. Yeah, the only problem was that Chris Benoit was in it. Yeah, that's the downside but, right you know, there. Other than that, it was it was great. Though, actually, the next match we were presented with was, you know, Eddie versus fucking Steven Regal, and that maybe also might have been the best match of the night. Two back-to-back bangers is what this was. Yeah, it was real good. What was after that? Well, then we had... Oh, Sting and Lex. Lex and Sting, they had to talk about whether they were still friends. Yeah. Yeah. We got that at the middle of the show this time. And then it turned out to be that they were, but maybe not. But also, they're going to be a tag team now, so... Who knows? Cool. We'll see. And then Sting came immediately back out to wrestle his match against Diamond Dallas Page. Right. Which was fun. It was good. It was good. It was good. Typical Sting match. Um, And then the main event. Which I enjoyed much more than I thought I was going to. <laughs> Me too. H- Hogan and Savage versus uh, Arn and um, Ric Flair. And uh, I don't know if you saw me in the camera, but I was like on the edge of my seat, like with my fans folded, like really into it. <laughs> I think it's honestly, I love Macho so much. Anytime Macho's on yeah. screen, I'm there. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's like you had two, you got two good wrestlers in the ring, and that's uh, Macho and Arn. And then you've got two goofballs in the ring, and then when you put them all four in there, and you get a goofy good time. It was just really fun, and it's, it, I think we got. I don't want to talk about the match. We have to. There's something we have to discuss real quick yeah. about their about their clothing. Mike was macho booked tonight. Yeah. He was. Was was he in the main event? Yeah. Was he dressed like War Horses dressing right now? Yeah. Isn't that crazy that that happened? I brought up War Horses outfit and then Macho was dressed <laughs> just like it. Yeah, dude. Macho was all Slim Jim Hulkamania out in red and yellow. Yeah. Big, huge McDonald's M for Macho on his cowboy hat. Huge M. <laughs> Biggest I've ever seen. Hulk was, you know, Hogan. But Macho was inspired by Hogan. Right. With these clothings. Because he didn't have the Slim Jim deal yet. You know, that's a few years away, I think. No, or is he it? was already but Slim, Slim Jim, Jim WWF? Yeah, dude, he did it in both. He did it in WWF oh, and WCW. What a, that's such a fucking baller move. You know, he's like, Vince, you're not involved with this. Yeah. This is mine. This is mine. This is Jimmy Johns and Brock yeah. level. Cool stuff that CM Punk was not allowed to do. He was pissed off that he was not allowed to do. He was like, where's my stuff. Jimmy Johns? Yeah. And, and good question. He's like, where's my sailor mics? Jersey mics. <laughs> sailor mics. <laughs> God. It's a real olive oil. <laughs> um, Macho. So he had the huge, typical macho fashion, huge tassels. Yep. Stars all over. Red and yellow. It's hard. What else do we, like, who else came close? No, no, evening? no, no one. Jeff Jarrett? Uh, yeah, same, kinda. Same two-color idea. Yeah, like I said, Jeff looked Jeff looked like a Tennessee like a Tennessee zebra, and I said he looked like a trapper keeper. Both were accurate. 
Yeah. Regal's outfit of just every color of reds and blues you can imagine. Great. I think Macho wins tights tonight, but a special mention to haircut of the night, which is Eddie Guerrero's fresh mullet yes. shave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is that era of Eddie Guerrero where he's grown the mullet out, but he keeps it dry. It's not wet and stringy yet. Not yet. When it does get wet and stringy, the fact that it's super long is really awesome, though. <laughs> it's like bound to the middle of his back. Yeah, it's the horse mane. It's the horse mane mullet. And also, he's like ripped on steroids there, so like it just sits in the crease of his fucking back muscles. <laughs> Oh, God, rest in peace, Eddie. Yeah, it's it's anyone else special mention? No, everyone else was kind of by the numbers, you know. Rick and Arn had their classic purple and black with their initials. Worst haircut on Flair. We'll continue to say it till he changes it. Oh, it is. It's the worst. It's the worst haircut. Um, Sting looked good in the orange and black, but let's be real. Come on, Macho was on the show. He's tights of the night. He's on the show. There's nothing else we can. Tights of the night. I know it's kind of like it's kind of like a bit when he's not booked on the show, but the fact that he is booked on the show, there's like really there's not much of a segment, you know? Yeah. He he won. It's not our fault. We'll see what happens when the NWO shit starts. But until that happens, uh, the odds-on betting favorite for winning tights of the night every time is going to be Macho Man Randy Savage. And you may be saying to yourself, but why do we do this segment? And we just answer, because Macho Man might be booked. Also, it's our show, and we don't care that you're from Lake Minnetonka or whatever. And you know what? If all you Minnetonkan fucks, if you want to write us and complain about that, where can people find us, Mike? You'll find us on... Uh, the World Wide Web, of course, the handle is at Tope Suicida Pod. That's on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to send us an email, let's hope that it is, if strongly worded, let's hope that you refrain from using uh, overt and excessive profanity. That's Tope Suicida Pod at gmail.com. And that's because when I read it, I cry. So that's not like. Yeah, but we. fine, I just cry. <laughs> yeah. But Bo weeps easily. So just please be gentle with your words. Um, and let us know what Mighty Ducks movie you like. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three. One, two, one. Season one. Season one with Emilio Estevez and season two without him because he didn't get the COVID shot. <laughs> hey, look, dude. Emilio. <laughs> look. Look, man. Young Guns 3 is going to happen, and Emilio is going to be there. So it's just so hard to think about. He's getting he's getting this fresh Disney money. Then he's like, nah, I don't want to get put a shot in my arm and lose all that Disney money. You, you dork. I mean, it does. It is. You know, <laughs> it doesn't seem like a bad decision. But, you know, what? Yeah, that's everybody's going to make. Everybody's going to make a decision. They make their yeah, decisions. Gonna, so, you know, we'll see you in greater Idaho. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow. Oh. All right. Well, before we get out of here, we've got one more little piece of business. It's called The Wrestling Is Vacation, where Bo and I both let you know what we feel wrestling is on this day, which is we're recording this on January 15th, but you're going to be listening to this on the 17th. That's Tope Tuesday, of course. Tope Tuesday. So, Bo, on this beautiful Tope Tuesday, as we're yeah. still kind of celebrating and kicking off 2023, the most recent year yet, what is wrestling to you? So glad you asked, Mike. Um, I think this week wrestling is a land grab, you know, Uh huh. where each show is vying for their bit of land to really make their mark as the greater of the wrestling promotions, you know? Yeah. And even though one roster 
has less wrestlers on it. They're trying to make a big stand, but it's not working because they're putting out Raw Bowl and they're putting out encore matches and putting out kind of driveling shit wrestling for two weeks. Right. And so it's just greater, greater WWF's not going to work right now. Yeah. It's not going to pass. It's not going to make it through the wrestling Senate or whatever. <laughs> right. So what I'm trying to say is the land grab. And right now, WCW's got that land grab, mm. baby. Baby, baby, baby. Mike, what's wrestling to you? Wrestling's a big, beefy plan. <laughs> I love one of those. I love those. Wrestling's, wrestling's when you make a big, beef plan and you make it happen. And, you know, y- y- you take some shots and uh, some of them go in, some of them don't. But uh, at the end of the day, you're feeling like pretty beefy no matter what. And that's really what matters. I think that's really what, you know, the Bible was trying to communicate to us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was it's better to feel beefy um, no matter what. What's the beefiest plan that the Bible had in it, do you think? The beefiest plan that the Bible had in it? Yeah. Since that's what the book was about. Yeah, probably Noah's Ark. Think so? It's a big boat. Yeah, that's a pretty beefy plan. I'm going to murder everything on Earth except you and these, like, 72 animals. It's interesting because that beefy plan told God that I shouldn't do that again. So now the next beefy plan is just to kill my kid. For yeah, I'll just murder my son. son. It's a well. reverse beef. It's a lean plan. He had a lean plan. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> wow. That's what we got for the New Testament. God's lean plan. <laughs> and then God had a lean plan. He had the beefy plan in the old book. Now he's got a lean plan. God went on the zone diet. <laughs> God was a big Atkins guy in the New Testament. So yeah, wrestling is a big beefy plan <laughs> that you carry out. Yeah. And even if, you know, it all doesn't work out the way that you want it to, at the end, you're still going to be pretty beefy and that's really what life is all about anyway so yeah you know make them build a giant box for you yeah a box that sticks on the to the left side of idaho because <laughs> that's what the shit was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right greater idaho we'll see. <laughs> you got a big we'll, beefy plan we'll, we'll see if it works we'll out you'll we'll see you next week Tope Suicido, What Wrestling Can Be, is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening.